Hey, I'm Jordan. And I'm Ashley. We're the founders of For the Good, a community created to empower and elevate you to live a purpose-driven life. Our mission is to bring light into our world, and to do so, we have learned that it must start with it. We are so glad to have you here with us. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about filling your life up by doing what you love, what you are called here to do. Too often, we can get caught up in doing what society wants us to do, what our parents want us to do, and in turn, it makes us unhappy. And when we're unhappy and discontent, we aren't doing ourselves or the world a favor by not stepping into who we are called here to be. So when I was about ready to graduate high school, I had a lot of family and friends asking what I planned on doing after graduation. And I shared with them how I've always been drawn to going into the field of broadcasting and media. And so many of those people encouraged me to go into a different direction. They would say that I would be much better off if I went more into the field of nursing, like so many of my friends planned on doing. And, you know, being a nurse is an incredible career, although I knew deep down that it wasn't for me. They said I would land a job much easier after college, and there are always opportunities available for people in the nursing field. Whereas the one I felt I was being called into, people said it was hard, competitive, and only a select few amount of people would be able to make it. But I, instead of allowing other people's opinions impact my life, I went full on and in to where I know that I've always wanted to go and being called to. I knew at the end of the day, the only voice that mattered was my own. The only one that matters is in my own heart because I know myself the best. Kind of when you're growing up, everybody seems to just have this ideal life they think is ahead of them of you go to school, you get a really good job, you go to that job year after year after year after year, and then you retire, and then maybe you enjoy a couple years of life, and that's it. I, I think I've always had a big problem with just the idea of having to go and do something you really don't want to do every single day. So for me, I think even in college when I wasn't exactly sure of what I wanted to pursue while I was there, um, looking past college, I just always knew the one thing I knew for sure was that I didn't want to take a job just to take a job. I mean, regardless of money, because we all need to make money, of course, there just seems to be like this idea that you have to give up a certain part of yourself to take on a career. And it seems like most people really don't enjoy what they do every day. They want to just take something because it's a good job. It's a good opportunity. Maybe their family has been working there and they think, well, this is just the road that's set for me. And I think people owe it to themselves to actually dig deep on who they are and what they think is going to keep them purpose-filled as they go forward in life instead of just settling for something that's right in front of them for the time being. I know too many people who have settled. Settled into careers they constantly complain about and relationships they are unhappy in and the list goes on. You know, we aren't called to settle. We are not made to be mediocre. We are here to live in the gifts and the talents to serve the world with purpose. And as Jordan mentioned, 
There's so many people doing something that they are unhappy in and they hate. They spend months and years and decades of their lives in these positions unhappy. I recently read in an article in Forbes that we actually work 90,000 hours of our life. 90,000. And you mean to tell me when you are spending that much time and energy, you are doing something that you hate? We all have a choice as to how we spend that time. I would say in the last 10 to 12 years, there's been about four or five jobs that I've held outside of working with my dad. Anytime I'd start one of these jobs, I kind of had the mindset that, all right, this is kind of a step up of where I was. This is going to help me to move into a house, to pay my bills, to do this and that. So it's necessary for the time being. After I'd be there a certain amount of time and I really wasn't happy, I found it so incredibly hard just to get up and go to work every single day. I kind of used to look at myself and say, well, what's wrong with me? Why can't I do what most people do? Just get up and go to work and appreciate what I'm doing there and then go home and, and do things I enjoy after I'm done working. As I got older, I, I realized that I really don't want to be that way. And I'm, I'm happy that I have the kind of mind that I do where when I'm at a place and I'm, and I'm working and, and every day just feels the same monotonous routine of not really getting something done I'm proud of not feeling like I'm growing where I'm at, I get to a certain point where I tell myself that I have to leave. I think a lot of people, that's kind of the hardest step, honestly, is you get comfortable doing something, and even though you don't like it, you are too afraid to see what else is out there. You're too afraid to go and meet new people, to start a new job, to get out of that routine of driving to the same place every day, having to kind of move your life around a little bit, get out of your comfort zone. Really, the alternative is, could you imagine spending another 10, 20, 30 years at the place you're working at if you're not happy? A couple years back after I graduated college, I began working full-time with a media company and I absolutely loved it. It was my dream job. I enjoyed connecting with different people and along the way I began finding myself unhappy in the terms of that I wasn't able to do as much as I wanted to. I felt deep down that the position began stunting my growth. This was after four years or so. As time went on, management began to change and they began transferring people to different locations due to seniority after moving a couple other people around. I was one of the next ones. They wanted to transfer me and I did it just to see how it was going to turn out but in doing so it solidified I knew that this was no longer for me anymore as Jordan said a lot of people are in positions where they feel comfortable but it's no longer serving them it isn't easy to take that step especially if you don't know what comes next it is worth it to take that chance on yourself know that there's something greater out there waiting for you Ashley and I have been doing For the Good for just over a year now from when we initially started. For the year or so before that and leading into this past year, I was working at a job that was more on the physical side. I like doing physical work. It allowed us to live in a place we wanted to live. It paid all the bills. It pretty much got me everything I thought I needed at the time, and I was comfortable being there, but already couldn't see myself being there long term. What I noticed was even when I would go to this job, my mind kind of stayed there, and when I would get home, 
it was very hard for me to kind of put the time that I needed to put into what Ashley and I were doing. It took the time away from me that I wanted to put into other things I enjoyed because I honestly built up like this kind of anxiety just about going to this place when I finally realized that it just wasn't for me. I went back to work with my dad, which has always been something that has been on the side for me. I started working with him when I was about 14 years old. And going back and working with him, there I mean, there's pros and cons, but the pros way outweighed the cons. I would 100% love waking up and being able to work with my father again. Doing the same kind of work takes a different feeling when there's much more surrounding it that you're happy about and that you enjoy. Came to found that I really do enjoy doing the physical work. I enjoy spending time with my dad. I enjoy spending it with family and friends when we're working at a family member's house. Making that decision just to kind of switch up the career a little bit opened me up to finding more time to put into what I wanted to do with Ashley and, and other interests I have. The funny thing is, is with the old job, I technically had more hours when I'd get home because I was off at a certain amount of time. I just wasn't productive. And with this job, I'm finding that I'm working a lot of late nights. I'm working a lot of weekends. I don't have as much free time. But in my mind, when I get home, there's nothing holding me back. There's no anxiety about a job. And I just feel back to being my creative self and really loving this project that Ashley and I have built up to this point and hoping that it continues to go and become something I do for the rest of my life. I think at the end of the day, we all have the choice as to thinking about what is the most important for us. Because for one person, making a lot of money is very, very important. That is something that guides you to a job and a position you want. And that is something that you strive towards. For the next person, it could be flexibility with hours, whether it's, you know, for personal reasons or because you have a family. I mean, there's so many different areas where people could say that this is, is more important than something else. And everyone has that opportunity to sit down and think about those kinds of things. For the people who talk about that money is important, and of course, everybody has to pay bills and pay health insurance and have a vehicle to drive around in, that is completely understandable. But I don't want you to get caught up in a job just because of the money. A lot of people will say, well, the job that I really want doesn't pay as much. Listen. Don't think that you will achieve so much more and rise so much higher and succeed in ways beyond your imagination if you are doing what you are called here to do. You are going and spending time at a job that you hate. In that position, you aren't being your best or putting your all into it. You have to really sit down and think about your why. And your why comes in a lot of points of your life. Your why is your biggest reason basically to do anything. Now, one thing I've learned is for one person, making a ton of money, having that as your initial end-all, be-all, and everything that matters to you, that may work. It's understandable how, how money and the things that you're going to be able to buy if you get a, a bigger income, why that would affect a decision, and maybe why people tend to stay somewhere if they're not as happy. So I have a personal story regarding that. I worked at a place that I had the potential to make a lot of money. The biggest thing coming in for me was, of course, that's attractive. I don't think many people would just turn down any type of job where they learn the, the potential to earn is something pretty much unheard of. In starting to work at this place, I was very good at what I did. I knew what I was doing, but even right off the bat, I kind of knew... This, this just, something doesn't quite feel right. I don't know if I could really see myself staying here, turning this into a life. I ended up picking out my dream car that I've wanted since I was 16 years old. 
I went over all the details. I picked out all the interior, the rims, the color, everything. And this was kind of my big moment of saying, I'm finally going to get this thing that I've wanted for years and years. All I had to do was send that final email over to the guy at the dealership, and it was mine. And I sat back, I took the night to go home and think about it, and what I realized is, if I'm going to get this car, I know it's going to make me so happy, I'll be so grateful, I've wanted it for so long, but there is no way I could continue to make these payments if I don't have this income coming in. The reality was, if I do this, there's no way I can leave this job for some years probably. That was the decision that had to be made. And what I ended up realizing is that it really was not worth my happiness. So I decided to not get my car. I decided to leave that job just a few weeks later. And as sad as it initially was to think I was so close to getting it, I think this is where that control comes in. When you start to look at your mind and you view things a certain way, you'll start to notice your life will start to play out that way. And almost immediately, my thoughts went directly to saying, this was not the time I was meant to have it. It will be in my future. And when that time comes, I will be more than happy and more than grateful for that opportunity. I think ultimately you have to weigh how important your happiness is. What is your value of your personal happiness, peace, and contentment? Are you willing to trade that in for a job? And not only a job, but hours of your life. Like I mentioned earlier, average life, you spend 90,000 hours at work. Are those hours worth all of that? That's something that you have to sit down and think about. I'll be honest when I say that I am very happy for Monday mornings. I wake up every day doing what I love. I have learned how important it is to create a life that you absolutely are passionate about and every single person has this opportunity to do so. You have to take the steps each day to get you closer to where you want to be and it also has a good mixture of faith and hope along with it and hard work, patience, and making it happen because every single person has an opportunity to wake up excited and feeling good knowing that you are serving the world in the way that you are called here to do. To spend so much of our life unhappy sounds like an absolute waste. We are given one life, we are blessed with one life here, and to spend it doing something that you don't love, is, is it just blows my mind that anybody would think that is worth their time to go out in the world and, and just be unhappy because a couple years back, this is a story that always serves as a reminder for me. My dad passed away. It'll be four and a half years ago. And he worked so hard doing the job that he was in. After he passed away, once everything started changing in that other job that I was telling you about, I thought of him and I knew that he would want me to take a leap of faith and try something because life goes by fast and nobody's promised the next day. So no matter how many days that I have here, I want to make sure I'm spending it doing something that I love and that I'm passionate about. Uh, what, what Ashley and I talk about a lot sometimes comes off as, you know, this is just super easy to do. It's not going to take any work. You know, you, you just be happy. That's it. And, you know, sometimes I think you can get to a point where that becomes your, your kind of main part of your personality and you can work that into being your genuine self as just a happy person. It does take a lot of work and it's not the easy thing to do. 
it's not easy to leave something and go and look for something that you're truly passionate about. And that's why not many people do it. Uh, one thing Ashley and I talk about a lot, and I'm sure we're going to reference a lot in future episodes, is the typical conversation that you hear every single day, probably a hundred times. Now, when I say it, I want you to think about this and, and really put this in your mind as how mundane and how common everyday situations seem to be with people. So you go to work, you walk in the door, doesn't even matter who it is, the first person you see, hey, good morning, and they say, good morning, and you say, how are you, and they say, good, how are you, and you say, good, and that's it. And that's most of the time as you are walking past one another, too. I mean, people don't even stop in those situations and really show that they care about how you're doing. Because what if in that circumstance, you are having a hard day? What if someone unfortunately in your, in your life just either passed away, your car broke down, you know, whatever that looks like for you, and you feel as though, well, does this person even really care what I have to say? Because as they're asking me how I'm doing, they're already 10 feet walking in the other direction. I think we're kind of trained to just always put out this this happy face that nothing's wrong because nobody wants to act like they're bothered or that something is going on in their mind. Everybody just has to say, I'm fine. I'm good. Try to think about when you are, let's say, out with your friends and everybody gets together. Maybe it's been a couple weeks since you've seen them. And how does that conversation kind of always go? Hey, man, how's work been? Eh, it's work. Living the dream. That's another one. You know, like, everybody just has this attitude of just, you know, work is work, it sucks, but we do it. On the same end, if, if you go to this conversation and someone asks you, how are you? How's work? I'm great. Honestly, everything is going awesome. I absolutely love what I'm doing. Tomorrow I have so-and-so-and-so going on and so pumped and excited about this, like, really fell into something great here. I can't believe it. If you hear that, and this is someone you care about, you should genuinely feel happy for these people, right? Like, you should be really happy for whether it's your friend, your brother, your sister, your wife, husband, anything. When, when someone is doing good around you that you care about, you're supposed to be glad for them, happy for them. But I think what we tend to see is you kind of get this attitude back like, wow, it must be really nice to be you. People have kind of gotten so used to just pretending that everything is just mediocre, life is just kind of happening, you just do something to get by. But that's not the truth. Life is meant to be enjoyed in every area. Since the beginning of time, I mean, work has been given this, this attitude around it that it's just not something to be enjoyed, something you have to do that you don't want to do. And everybody kind of buys into that. So like I was saying before, it is hard to step out of that. It's hard to be someone that says, this isn't working for me. This isn't serving me. I deserve better. I want to be happy and then to go and make it happen. If you're someone who's listening to this, take this as your cue today to really think about where you are right now in life. It doesn't have to be work, a relationship, at, at any level. If there's something you're not happy about, and you can think back that it's been years and years of not doing anything about it, has it worked? No. It's time to do something about it. I really want this message to be clarified also on relationships because as they say, we are the five people that we spend the most time with. Obviously, you spend much of your time looking for a significant other. It also is really important to remind people that it's okay to let go of a relationship that is no longer serving you. 
Not all relationships are created to last a lifetime and some of them are just for a reason for you to grow within them as well. When I do look back on the ones that I've had, believing that they all have served their purpose for me, has showed me what I want and didn't want in a partner. It has brought me to a place now with someone who is every one of those things and more. I want you to remember that whether it is in a significant other partner or friend, whoever it may be, that it's okay okay to let that go and take a step back because going back into the relationship aspect of things before Jordan I found myself in good enough relationships where I dated people who I felt deep down didn't really align with where I fully wanted to be but too often we can find ourselves getting trapped into the thinking this is good as it can get I want you to know that that's not true I understand that letting go and starting something new can be scary but you know what's even worse? What's even worse is spending your life unsatisfied and settling for less than what you are worth. There's so many areas of your life where you can sit down and think about, is this all that I want out of my life? Because you are made to make a difference in this world. And if you are settling in a space where you are unhappy and not at peace with your own life, How are you going to be able to go out in the world and serve the world in the way that you are called here to be? The bottom line is that this all takes place within yourself. You have to know that deep down, you are meant for something, you are here for something. Anything that you want to do, want to be, want to experience, want to see in the world, that is your call. It doesn't matter what anyone else has to say. You don't have to play by anybody else's rules. But in order to recognize that you are worth more, that you deserve more, it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work on yourself. But like I said, the alternative is just going on autopilot, living every day the same exact way, and then looking back after years and years and just saying, I wish I would have blank. Don't be that person. I've talked with people who are hospice nurses and they say that in the final moments, the final days of someone's life, the number one thing that people talk about is their regrets, what they wish that they would have done differently if they would have been able to go back and have that time over again. I know that I do not want to get to the end of my life and think about those things that I wish that I would have done. Taking chances, taking risks, it is a part of life. And if you are choosing to live in a space of comfort and security rather than happiness and becoming the person that you are here to be, then you are selling yourself short. You are not living into the gifts and the talents that God has given you. It is time, no matter where you find yourself right now, to show up for yourself because you deserve it and you are worthy of all good things in this world. After listening to Ashley speak on all of that, I thought that was a great way to wrap up our episode and everything we talked about. When she was speaking, what came to mind is actually my favorite motivational speaker of all time is Les Brown. And one quote especially that has always stuck with me is this quote here. The graveyard is the richest place on earth because it is here that you will find all the hopes and dreams that were never fulfilled, the books that were never written, the songs that were never sung, the inventions that were never shared, the cures that were never discovered, all because someone was too afraid to take that first step, keep up the problem, or determined to carry out their dream.
You are given dreams and visions and goals for a reason. When you feel you are called to do something, the mission of life is to really figure out what that calling is and to chase it and to make it happen. All too often, life just goes by. We always think we have more time. We always think there's plenty of time to do something else. We put it off, we put it off, and then we come to the end of our life and we realized we would give anything for one more day. So I think today is the day that you decide for yourself it's time to make that change. We would love to hear from you about what you think about the episode and different ways that you are going to implement this into your own life. Have a great day, everyone, and make today count. Thanks for joining us at the For the Good podcast. We would love to connect with you. Join us on Facebook and Instagram at For the Good Official and our blog at ForTheGood.com. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. Remember, a positive mindset is the beginning of true happiness, not just for the good of the individual, but for the good of the world.